Hello and welcome to Crosstalk with your hosts, Martha Lee and Anna May, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to Christ, to provoke you to find your calling in the Lord, brought to you by Cornerstone Ministries New Life Church. So join us on a journey to reaching the world for Christ, starting in our own backyard. So sit back, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we pray it encourages and blesses you. Hello and welcome to Crosstalk. My name is Martha Lee and I'm here with Anna Mae and our first series is called How We Got Here. We have Nancy Watson with us here today. Welcome Nancy. Thank you Martha. We're going to go through a few questions with you here. Um, our first question would be what year and where did you get saved? Uh, 1976 in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, However long ago that is. It's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And what brought you to the decision of receiving Jesus as your Savior? Uh, I was sitting in my room thinking there had to be more to life uh, than what we was doing, of eating, going to a show, going to a malls, whatever. And I kept saying, God, there must be more to this life than just this. And at that two or three days later, Sonny Boy's Johnny come in, and uh, him and I sat and talked for a while, and uh, the next thing I know, I was accepting the Lord. So you didn't have a church there or anything? It was just you, so it wasn't a bunch of travelers? No. So it was just, okay, no, it was just you. Yeah, there was okay. nobody in town, just okay. Sonny Boy's family um, and us. It was good, it was good. Um, growing up, do you remember any... Buddy being very religious around you, going to church, meetings, anything when you was growing up? Uh, my uh, father and mother was like, you know, Christmas and Easter, we would go to uh, church. And uh, that was about it, really. And uh, then the first time I ever heard the gospel, I was 13 years old. And it was like that movie that you see, uh, The Jesus Revolution. Mm-hmm. It was one of those kids come up to me. And told me uh, the plan of salvation. Mm-hmm. And he had me going. I was really, you know, touched. till he told me that I wouldn't care about going to movies. <laughs> and okay. a 13-year-old kid back in the day, that was our life, was going to a movie. Sure. You know? And uh, I said, oh, no, I can't do that. And then five years later is when I accepted Christ. So apparently that was the seeds. The seed to planet. Yeah, that was planted in. Then I know what he was talking about. The boy didn't say you you weren't allowed to go. He just said you wouldn't have the desire to do the yeah. things. And it's the truth. You that's, really don't. That's the truth. That's the truth. So you got saved in Albuquerque. Yeah. And it wasn't like now where we have churches all over. No. You left there and your next big thing was Houston. Was Houston. We went to Houston and uh actually no, we went to Dallas and then Houston. In Dallas we kept going to you know, on Sundays we get up and go to church. It was just me and Bobby. So how did that work, Nancy, like finding a church? Because we traveled back then wherever we went. It, it, it was difficult because we didn't know where to go. You know what I mean? Like we went to Presbyterian or a Methodist and, you know, and, now, and then 
well, that wasn't it. And then we wound up finding an assembly of God, and we, we kind of liked it that. And we continued in that. Then we went to uh, Houston when we found out about the uh, the revival. My uncle called and said, there's a, a revival going on here. And Bobby went for four or five nights in a row with a bunch of them in. And then I wanted to go. And then there was like, I don't know, there was a ton of people, Martha, wasn't there? There was a ton of people. And uh, when we wasn't at the revival, we were in one of our rooms having intercessory prayer and praying. You know, and discussing what we, 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 we learned that day. And, you know, we were babies in Christ. We would, Margaret and I, uh, Bill's wife, we would fast. Everybody would fast. And we would pray for whoever at the time wasn't saved, hadn't accepted Christ. Yeah. And we would pray till 12 o'clock at night and fast until that person accepted Jesus. Wow. I mean, don't we need more burdens like that? Uh, People were yeah. hungry for the Lord. Oh, People my Lord. Was it, was, it was, like I said, it was just something you did. It wasn't something that you were forced to do. It was just something that was in you. That's the Spirit right. of God was so strong in you that you, you couldn't, the idea of somebody not accepting Jesus, you couldn't sleep at night. And we just constantly would be in, you know, let's intercede. We'll just intercede till that one comes down and, and accepts Christ. And every time they would do it, it was such a, a, a joy, I can't even tell you. Yeah. Oh, the angels rejoice. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So now that was a revival. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the first amongst our people. I'm sure there was many more. Yeah. But when you left the revival, the revival's over. You didn't live there permanently. Oh, no. And you continued on with your life. Did yeah. you quit going to church? Did you? What happened? How did this continue in your life? Uh, we would we would naturally, we would go to a town and we'd find a church if, it, if there was one there. If there wasn't, whoever was in the town at the time, we would all just get together again in the rooms and just continue to have prayer meetings. And, uh, you know, read the Bible, share the word. Oh, I learned this today. And everyone was so excited. Yes. It's like, it was like, oh, I just got this and it, uh, I bought it and I got such a good deal on it. But it wasn't material things. It was it was the spirit of God and the, and the things that God was revealing to us at the time. And it was coming so fast, you know. Amen. And uh, it just the love of God was beyond anything I ever, I ever felt. Amen. Amen. And, you know, with my brothers and sisters in Christ, it was just wherever we went, there was always a church. There was them, you Amen. know. Amen. Amen. There was always. I'm going to talk a little bit, or you're going to talk a little bit. I'll ask you about our older generation. We, uh, as a people, you know, we've prided ourselves on morals. Uh, do you think the older generation, because of that, they were very moral, upright, were harder to reach than the rest of the group. Mm, no. No, I didn't either. No, I, I don't think so. I, I remember my husband witnessing to my father. And, uh, you know, he'd say, no, I, you know, listen, my father would say, I know Jesus. And my husband looked at him and said, no, you know Frank Sinatra. You don't know or have a relationship with Jesus, Ed. And that rattled my dad. And then about a month later, I was thousands of miles away at the time. He called me and he told me, hey, Nance. I said, yeah. He said, I got saved. And I said, it took everything I could do to not be emotional. Amen. 
And uh, I said, did you, what happened? And then he told me what happened, how he accepted the Lord and that uh, the church he went to, my mom didn't like. So he went to another church and got saved again, but, you know, just made a, a proclamation that, you know, he accepted Jesus in that church. And that was it for my father. He was just a completely changed, right. born again man that, that really did change. Yes. Turn you know, I feel the same way. The older generation, they knew what they knew. They're, they, you know, they had, but I feel like they all received the Lord just the same mm -hmm. as everybody else did yeah. at, at that time. Yeah. You know, at that time. Absolutely. It was a tremendous move of God. Um, what, if you can remember, was the first person you witnessed to or brought to the Lord? I don't really know uh, who the first person would be. Because it, it really wasn't like that. It was just you talked about the Lord all the time. And at that time, people would accept the Lord. But, you know, I didn't know. I didn't keep count. Right. Or my husband didn't keep count. I remember countless people coming in uh, at different times in our houses and accepting Jesus. And I accepted the Lord. Or, or, you know, usually when they come in the house, they didn't leave unless they were saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost with my husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. So, as far as to remember, I don't. No, but lots of seeds planted over the oh, years. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots yeah. and lots of uh, seeds planted over the years. Um, you and Bobby had a vision for our people. I remember on Bobby's thing at his funeral, said a visionary to our people. You and Bobby had a, a vision uh, for our people. Can you explain a little bit about it, kind of expound a little bit how you felt like God dropped in your spirit what he had for our people, how it all came about? It was just, it really wasn't a vision. It was just a, a, a desire of, of knowing that you, what we had that you that people had to have. You can't get That's through right. this life. That's right. Without the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You can't. Believe me. No. That's right. That's right. You can't, and he knew it, and I knew it. And yes. I know all of my brothers and sisters at the time knew it. Yes. And that was the urgency. That was the vision, to make sure that they know that Jesus Christ was Lord and to accept him as their Savior, and then grow from there. Right. Amen. It was like, we have it, we have it, and we have to share it with everybody exactly. else. Exactly. We have it, we have. People don't know what yes. this is. We yes. have to share it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Nancy, Nancy did you have something yeah, I remember many times going in when I was single, Denver, your trailer. Mm -hmm. and But I remember one specific time you had an apartment and you had a thing he's called the prayer chair. Yeah, I think that was in Denver again, yeah. And you would pull the chair out in the middle of the room. And this is what really got me. I remember getting a couple of prayers during that time that mm -hmm. was life-changing for me. Yeah. Really lifted burdens off me, different things you go through, everyone. But what got me was when you prayed, it wasn't just a corporate prayer, which corporate prayer is good. Don't oh, misunderstand no, yes, me. yes. We can't get enough prayer, but you individually took a person and everybody took a time with a specific person to pray for them. Oh, yeah. So how did that just, that come about, or what was the brainchild on that one? Uh, I think it was just, that's the way God led us, you know? That's how God led, like him to do things, and and uh, I trusted him that he heard from God. Well, that shows you how what would look maybe silly to a man or a woman. Oh, yeah. 
as can be a profound thing because it was profound to me. Yeah, it was like a point of contact, I think. It uh, really had no uh, spiritual significance other than it was a point of contact and the concentration was on the person that you were praying for and, and that you would, you know, hear God for that particular person Amen. at the time. Amen. 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 Oh, it was beautiful. That was. That was. Um, you always had Bobby's back in ministry. It was never just Bobby or just Nancy. It was Bobby and Nancy. It was like the two was mm -hmm. always like when you said your name. Um, it was just Bobby and Nancy. How important do you feel it is today for a wife to back their husband when they step out in ministry? I think it's important to be able to know and trust your husband mm -hmm. and know that he's hearing from God and back him through everything that he wanted to do. Yeah. But I also had a um, in my spirit that I know, you know, a confirmation of what he was doing. Right. And uh, I backed him 100%. And Absolutely. You did. Yeah. Uh, whatever, wherever it was. No, that's not to say in everyday life, okay? I mean, it's not to carry away here. Yeah. But no, anything he done with the Lord, it was 100%, yeah. That, that's wonderful, though, that you had that confidence. You knew that he was hearing from God, and you yeah. backed him 100%. Absolutely. And uh, that was, that's a wonderful thing. What, what do you think your vision for today would be for people, and what do you see for us as a people in the future? Oh, I don't know. It's, I, wish, I wished I could say, uh, when I look at the things, way things are right now, I feel the same way now today as I did 40-some years ago. No, Jesus, you're not going to get through this without him. There's no way. I was 18 years old, 19, I'm sorry, I'm lying, 19. And after I accepted Christ, I thought to myself, oh, this is good. I'll never have a problem again. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then when I matured in the Lord, That's right. it dawned on me, oh, no, you're going to have problems. But the difference is you're going to have Christ to get through them. That's right. That's right. And without Christ, you ain't getting through them. That's right. And I think all my brothers and sisters that's here and that knows me knows it's only Christ and Christ alone. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Well, if Jesus said that there was two houses, one in the sand and one in the rock. That's right. And he said that the storms and the wind... The one on the rock did not have the same storms and wind as the one on the sand. The only difference was which one survived. That's right. And you were built upon the rock, Nancy. That's it. Amen. That's Amen. it. Amen. Um, what would you say, what would be your advice to younger people that feel called or want to step out and serve God after all the years of ministry and planting and starting out when you were young? What would you say to young people today? Do it. Absolutely. Don't wait. <laughs> Don't, Don't hesitate. Do it. You'll never regret it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't waste the years. Mm -mm. Don't waste the years. Nope. Do you have anything you want to add, Anna? Yeah, I, I kind of got to give you this time here. If there's anything personal you want to add, whatever, we can ask you a question. You just, if there's something laid on your heart you'd like to share with everybody, this is your time to do it. I guess the only thing I would say is, main thing is to accept Jesus as your Savior. Uh, know that 
with him, you can go through anything. Uh, trust God, even when it isn't what you want or think you need or, or the way you think it should come out. Do you trust God? He's the one that put the uh, air in your lungs and the clouds in the sky and made the sky. I think we can trust him way more than we can trust ourselves. Absolutely. And I know that sounds, it sounds easy. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. It, it, takes, it takes a lot to actually fall in God's arms and say, Lord, I trust you that you know what to do and what was for the best. I trust you. Yes. And uh, love the Lord. He loves you with everything. You don't even know how much he loves you. I used to think how much my dad loved me and protected me and watched over me. And how much more does my heavenly father love me and watch over me? Amen. This ain't it, people. This is just we're going through it. Amen. We're going through it and we're going on the other side. And on the other side is everything you could possibly ever imagine that is good. Amen. Your family, the worship that you want to hear, the Lord God, Jesus, it's eternity. This isn't. This is but a vapor. Amen. Amen. Love the Lord. Find out, you know, where's a good church, where where people are gathering together. And that's about all I could say. Nancy, I want to thank you for sharing today, sharing from the heart. It truly inspired me, as you have over the years. But we, we really want to thank you today for sharing with us here. And I know it's going to inspire other people when they hear this. So thank you, Nancy, for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. We love you, Nancy. Love you, Anna. We're a body. Amen. Well, that's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and that it encouraged you. Please follow us on Spotify and Apple for the weekly podcast. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you grow in His Word and Spirit. God bless.